Welcome to Rooster and the Devil, where we give you the Americans' perspective on English Premier League soccer, with hosts Brad Tyndall, Jimmy Karn, and Mike Steenstra. Kabam! The boys. Dropping one in on you out of nowhere. It's been a while. It yeah, has been a long while. What's up, man? How's it, how are you doing? Uh, I don't know. I really don't, but... Well enough right now. Got a little drink in my hand. We decided to just do it. There's a lot of content that we have missed over the last, what, nine months? Yeah, I mean, it's been, it's only, it's probably been six months since our last podcast. And then like, I think it was like four months ago, you did the interview with uh, um, the Bobcats. Gotcha. Um, All right. It's, it's, it has been a while. In a minute. Man. You be signed up again for another year by accident. So, you know, this is brought to you by my error in canceling the subscription in time. <laughs> Rooster and the Devil. The heartbeat was there. We were hibernating. I, I felt Helder putting out the bat light, little R&D bat light. Or and maybe, I mean, maybe Woodham's, though, right? Because he was telling us that he was like, yeah, I was listening to the episode while I was doing the long work. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. Let's get into it. USMNT, our national team, has been showing promise. Like people that have been watching it could tell, like, oh, we've got a player in Bruce at Dortmund. We got a guy in in Leo. Like, might be pretty good. And now it's coming to fruition. We've had three great games. We outclassed Mexico. I really believe that. The young guys are leaders already, like Pulisic, who's Chelsea Champions League winner. Then you got McKenney, Juventus. You got Tyler Adams, RB Leipzig. And that, that core is just so solid. And you can see that they're leaders already on the field. Very exciting. Absolutely. I, I, I can't argue that. You know, I think that it's been interesting, right? Because it's been so long since we've had um, quote-unquote official competitive international games. Um and, you know, we watched over the last year, even like especially the, through the pandemic, um, all of the quote unquote recruiting that's been going on, you know, bringing in players like Musa and um, Sabachu and like uh, even Dest. Soto. Yeah, Dest. Uh, I mean, all those guys, you know, you know, where they had options and they chose the United States. I think they're everyone got excited, but it's been so long since we had a competitive game. Um, you know, it sucks. What's that? You know, it sucks right now is that. Sabachu went down in like the 90th minute. I was I actually watched the last 10 minutes when I was waiting for you here, and non-contact knee injury. Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. It just happened. It's very scary because he's been playing. He's been playing great. Absolutely, I think that you know we we were sitting here in less than a year ago talking about like well I guess that we're we're stuck with Zardes and Altidore because there's not like enough good striker options in the USMNT pool. And then, you know, Sergeant, like, you know, has always been kind of like, yeah, he's got promise, but he really he's showed it. Guy, this season. Yeah. Um, and then, and, starting uh, striker. And then Daryl, yes. Daryl going out on loan to Barnsley and, and just blowing up, you know, it looks like he's got to be there. 
Um, you know, I, I haven't watched anything, but I know uh, Sibachu was playing well. Uh, was it in the Swiss League? Yes, um, with the young boys. Yeah, with the young boys. That's yeah, right. Yeah. But like, but I mean, like, <laughs> you know, it's 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 not like you know all these other guys that we're talking about, like oh, playing La Liga, playing Champions League, playing Premier League, blah blah. blah. You know, he's doing that. So I think that you're starting to see some of those guys come through, and then you still have players that are like are younger, even than that. And you're talking about like Soto and stuff like that. So. Gio was doing the filthiest things I have ever seen, like, throughout this this sub-appearance uh, for Costa Rica. There's some uh-huh. things coming out of there. He's just so – and that long ball he had in the Mexico game to, to Wea down the right wing, when he, mm-hmm. he pulled it back from, like, 10 yards outside of R18, perfect weighted ball. It was just – that was so sexy. It, it, is, it is really nice – specifically these last three games, getting to see players like that. We've been drooling over Reina for, you know, over a year now. Um, getting to Wea. see him play. We yeah, love get, Wea on this pod. Getting everyone healthy at the same time enough to be on the field at the same time is, like, I think that's all we're really asking for. And, you know, we kind of alluded to it, like, you know, two really good games in Mexico and Costa Rica tonight. Uh, maybe not so much against Honduras, but it was their first game. First game together. Really playing together, yeah. yeah. I am – I'm interested because at the end of the day, they're all still very young and we're start talking about world cup qualifiers coming up. Like it's nice that they got a, you know, tournament together. I don't know how many, of these, not now it won't be the same roster for the gold cup. It's going to look different for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard but, some clubs are not letting players go for that one. Yeah. So it's so. going to be, it's going to be a different roster. And, uh-huh. uh, but, um, all of that is leading up to, you know, qualifiers where everyone is kind of like, but ignoring the fact that, you know, remember we didn't qualify for the last world cup. So, um, you know, it's, it's all well and good. Got to qualify. Got to make it through CONCACAF, man. And that, you know, it is a, you know, but this is what I felt watching these games is our quality on the field. Now we might be the, we're we're probably the best team in CONCACAF. I think we're going to, because Costa Rica is down. Mexico is Mexico, so you know that's always a toss-up. Honduras is tough. Honduras is tough on the road, and people don't realize that. Honduras is a terrible place to play on the road, and a lot of people lose there. Very passionate. Costa Rica is down, but I mean, like they're still missing some of their better players. Like I would say, this is like their B squad playing in Australia. Like they don't even have Navas there, right? Like Killer Navas who plays for PSG. Yeah. Um, he's getting old though. It's like. What, 38, 39 at this point? I think he's younger than I am. I think he's like 31, 32. Um, I didn't think he was that that young. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's like old for, I guess, professional athlete, but, you know. 34. He's already December 15, 1986. Yeah, so he's he's a month younger than I am. Um, He looks old. He's got some gray hair going. Oh, I mean, we, I mean, we're just on a Zoom, like, you know, a Skype right here, but, like, if you really got close, like, the um, the beard is definitely getting gray. I'm, I'm going to be shaved head and bald, so I won't be worried about up top. I just want to see him do it in the – I want to see him do it in World Cup qualifiers in CONCACAF, and I'll, I'll believe that we're the best team in CONCACAF when they show that they're the best team in CONCACAF, and I'm still not – I'm still not sold on Triple G being the the coach. That's just my own personal opinion. I think more people let's, are. Let's be clear about one thing too for USMNT: the defense stinks. Our defense stinks. Brooks, good, solid. 
he can ping balls. I, I like the way he pings balls, a la Toby Alderweireld. He can get up there. But Tim Ream starting, and then How McKenzie much? looks How? sus. He looks sus. He looks a little. How long sus. must I suffer with Tim Ream, Mike? How much longer must I suffer? I don't know. I've been screaming from the mountaintop for like three years, and I don't even dislike him. And if it's a locker room thing, that's great, man. I don't care, but like, he's like, I mean, we're talking about these average ages, like we're the youngest average age, blah, blah, blah. And we're still doing it with 34-year-old Tim Ream in the starting lineup. And it's just like, I mean, yeah. I'm not super psyched about, you know, some of those guys. Like, I'm not super psyched about Walker Zimmerman or anything like that, but like, there's, I just I mean, don't know. I, I, I'm trying to to take away MLS from my opinions when I'm watching USMNT because, I, A, I think we have a lot to be excited about. It's actually, I think, fun time to be a USMNT fan. That's very exciting. And then I forgot where I was going with that. No, I mean, the, the defense. Like, uh, I mean, yeah, you know, we're, we, have, we have players like Brooks. Um, but, like, McKenzie, Death. you know, McKenzie just came from um, MLS playing in Belgium. Um, we saw a lot of growth there. We didn't see Chris Richards. Which is he Bruges? Is he's not Bruges. He's the other one. Gank. Yeah. Gank. Gank. Jank. Yeah. Right. It's Belgian. Belgian. I don't know. Yeah. Here it is. Um, I mean, he's good. young. We talk people, about Euros. People are too hard on him to get. He looked. I mean, all, I, of, these, all of these guys are young. Like there is. And if that's the reason you're keeping Tim Ream around is just to have like one adult in the room. I Okay. But like for fuck's sake, I mean, like let the kids play. Like I mean, I mean, even if it's like you guys qualify this Olympics and or I'm sorry, this World Cup, and you know you just go be young and fiery, that's fine. But get ganged up. Like I want this, I want this core of this squad like in their prime, hitting 2026. And like I that I I, I drool over that. This World Cup will be fun, but 2026 is like the the pinnacle. Oh, the pipeline I, I is not going to stop with talent for a while either. Soccer became a thing in our generation more than the last generation. And there's a lot of players that are very good, and it's a big ass country. Well, as Dar- long as- let's double click on Daryl DK for just a, a second okay. in English championship football. Like he lit it up, lit it yeah. up, lit it yeah, up. Absolutely, best striker in the championship. Arguably. So, so hot. I mean, what do you, what do you have? He had like like eleven goals and seventeen appearances or something like that. It was just an incredible run. I, I I don't know. Maybe I'll pull up the stats in front of me if you want to keep talking about him for a second. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I mean, you saw just like what a physical monster he is. It's it's funny because you know we we sit here and kind of like you know laugh at not laugh at but like you know you don't you don't see a lot of guys coming up through. You would say in the past you wouldn't see a lot of guys coming through, like, you know, going through uh, playing club soccer and then college and then somehow moving on to Europe. But so many examples of that now, like, you know, uh, even thinking about players like like uh, Jack Harrison for Leeds. Um, yeah, I know he came from England over to the States and grew up that way. But, like, I, I think that uh, a lot of those college players. Zach Steffen, too. University yeah. Virginia. I mean – and so full well, the Wake Forest from the Wake Forest guys is college soccer is a serious serious business, and there's a lot it of is. in there. Wake Forest is like, I mean, if you, like 
we, if I was, you know, if I was young again and I was playing, like, wanted to play college soccer at the highest level, like, Wake Forest would be right up there. That whole program, coaching oh, staff, yeah. mindset, like, that is, that's got to be, like, the Alabama of uh, college soccer for me right now as far as the whole program goes. Akron sounds like an interesting one. Maryland? Get out of the, out of the Mac with yeah. me. I'm not, I'm not Akron Zips. I'm not going to Ohio for college. Sounds awful. You know what? Is, <sighs> this is what I want to point out about USMNT is how much Ethan for, for Horvath looks like Clint Dempsey. He looks like. <laughs> You're right. It, looks this is crazy. Like his son. And I mean, maybe you never know. You never know. De- Deuce's got swag. Like, yeah. Deuce could have walked into a bar one night in, in Denver, Colorado, and been like, "What's up, ladies?" And then that's probably like top of his soccer game. But this is getting deep. This I, is getting deep. Well, I was, I was just like, you started like that was like the line you came up with, and it, as I went back to college, like thinking if like if I'd ever saw a single mic, like what would that look like? Like, hey, ladies, what's up? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, DK, nineteen yeah. appearances, nine goals. 19 angles, but like he was still like that was including it, cup games and stuff, yeah. though, which were you know, well, that's an appearance doesn't mean subs too. That wasn't all games that he started. Um, but I mean, like for his age and 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 what is really a grueling league in the cha- uh, in the championship is to play so many games. Um, yeah, it was really impressive. You saw guys Beautiful like goals, yeah, you saw guys like uh, media you know, impact yeah. too. He went there yes. and watching him. Some of those goals were amazing. <laughs> like yeah, the bicycle goal. Yeah. Bombs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So fun. I, I, I'm curious to see if he'll go back to Orlando, which he may. He what may. about, what about somebody? Yeah, I think, he, I think he is. Um, I think they would have, they might've fought for it if they got him promoted. Right. But like, you know, without yeah. that promotion money, um, the other guy, like who I think is super interesting from this, this group, this USMNT group that um, I'm interested to see like what his future looks like is Brendan Aronson. Um, I mean, he had a great, you know, uh, half a season with um, Salzburg and, you know, he looked filthy when he was on the field tonight for against Costa Rica. I'm like, I I'm, I'm really starting to buy into him. Like it, it took me a long time and maybe that's just because of my own MLS biases, but um you know, I think he he's probably like a year away from move, making a really big move as well, and he'll start talking about him in those top clubs, and maybe he'll even follow Jesse March to Leipzig, um, playing the Bundesliga. But um, I mean, a- MLS academies are M- you can fault MLS, but I think MLS academies are actually de- that's the pipeline developing our current crop of USMNT right now. Yeah. 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 So, should we move on? You want to talk about our our league, the Premier League, our our love? Yes. Oh, Michael, I want to talk to you about this wonderful car wreck of an organization at Tottenham Hotspur. Tell me 
tell me everything. You you guys are going into the Super League, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to join the Super League. We'll have all this guaranteed money. Fuck Mourinho. Get out of here. Oh, what? Two days later, the Super League collapses? Oh, well, Ryan Mason, 29-year-old Ryan Mason, who is a, a real nice, nice lad. Let's point let's point him, and no one's going to be mad about that because it's Ryan Mason. You know, and we'll we'll do that to the end of the season. Is, is, and then and then we're gonna attach ourselves to every single uh decent sounding coach and just tickle it along. <gasps> what? Wait, what was that? Poke. 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 No, he's not coming he's not coming back. He's, he's not he's not coming back. And it's just been I mean, and then the, the, yeah. Harry Kane uh, saying I want out. I mean, maybe he said he wants out, you know. Wow. wow. Unpack, unpack for me all of this. This has been you just hit me wonderful. With, I have to just sit back and you just described it so perfectly in, in little snippets there. First of all, this is what I want to say about the Ryan Mason situation is why not give Mourinho the cup final, in my opinion? Because the Super League, the Super League, that was the whole wrinkle in there. Like They're like, oh, wait, wait. We only have to worry about paying him out of this contract, you know, if we're going to stay into this current setup. But if we're forming a Super League, then we, this is a good out for our contract, and we should do it right now before he wins the uh, wins the Cup final, and then we have to pay him because he's going to finish. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, and then he wins money for getting the trophy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but Tottenham, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. To me, a Cup final... Uh, it's 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 it's, tr- it's a trophy. It's a trophy. But the, and then the Super League situation. It's like why Tottenham being involved in that. It's just it made sense for the club. Like Daniel for his greedy ass club ambitions. <laughs> to him, he was like, I want to do everything for my club. <laughs> Join the Super League. Get a bunch of money. <laughs> So, and, so I heard, I heard. I heard that there's a was it. And I uh, love the uprising. I loved the uprising. Oh, the uprising was fantastic. The people do it. and the and sunk it. You never see any of that shit. Not in America. Like, people don't care that way. It's just like, oh, that's the business. Like, yeah, we're like so there, like we're so like ground down by like, yeah, f- fuck all of that. We're making money. And that's like, exactly what MLS is. Clubs, you could buy a, a club in America for like what five to twenty million back in the eighties, and now they're worth hundreds of millions and billions of dollars. It's like the oh my God. you can Ugh. still you can Ugh. still buy I think a Premier League club for less than an MLS franchise. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think we I think we've talked about that on this podcast before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like Chicago was worth as much as <laughs> like Leeds or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. But it's all phantom money. It's and then you know we had Tottenham had a little hope there for the end of the season. If we had strung a couple wins together. We were still we had Champions League still in sight, and then Europa League still in sight, and then we just faded like a bunch of. Man, the Europe, European Conference League, is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine, Garbage. like, Garbage. some of the, some of the crazy, like, 
when you're in Europa League, you're like, all right, we're going to fucking like Kazakhstan and shit. Like, where do you go for the conference league? Are you guys playing in like Gibraltar? I did see like- a picture of one of the pitches, and it was absurd. It looked like a- was that the train. Was that the train one that you sent us? Well, there no, was like a train. Was there was like a there was like a train <laughs> like, going by between the bleachers and the field, like in between the field and the bleachers during the game was like the stadium. Uh, the stadium the U.S. played in tonight was beautiful. It was in Utah, and I don't know which one it was. Was it Real Salt Lakes? No, I don't. I don't think so. I maybe maybe it was. I can check the summary real quick. I gotta imagine it's the only soccer specific stadium in the state of Utah. So, Jimmy, Jimmy, I think we've talked about – we can talk about Tottenham a little more later, but okay. you know, I want to set you up a little bit with United here and another Europa League runners-up appearance. Uh, you, you got a lot going on with Manchester United, but then you have this whole identity crisis going on. Rooster and the undecided, yeah. and then you're thinking maybe I'm switching clubs. You, you uh, look at the Super League. When the Super uh, League news was announced, you said, okay, I'm done. Are you done being a Manchester United fan? You know, I thought I would, like, and I probably still am just being, uh, like, in America we call it sensitive, I suppose. Um, frankly, I'm, I haven't watched a game since the, the Super League announcement. I didn't watch any of the games in the season. I didn't watch... Uh, Europa League final didn't watch any of it. I was just wasn't interested in watch highlights. Um, it felt gross. The whole thing felt gross. Even Tottenham, it, I watched them a little bit. Like, eh, you know, it, there's a little it, bit of that. It did, and like, I don't like, I don't care if people will call me Euro snob or not. Like, that was the whole reason that I did love European football is that it, it seemed more democratic than anything that we've done for professional sports in the United States. And like, you know, just like we were just talking about, like, you know, we can't think of anything, but like, it's a business in the United States. And like, that's, uh, that's kind of how they approach it. And Woodward turned it into a business for you. He absolutely did. And he made lots of money for the club. And like, in, in, in a sense, the club has never been healthier than uh, before he took over. But at the same time, like the club also hasn't been really successful because more so than ever, they focused more on being a brand than being an actual football club that produced results. And some of that was frustrating, but like you, you know, you bought in and, you know, they were spending money on players and you're starting to see some of these young guys come through. And, and the it, team you, is still fun to watch. I, I will throw a plug because I did finish watching. I, I, I was watching their games and they had a lot of great moments and, and Pogba turned it on and Cavani was just outstanding. Yeah. It is absolutely nothing against against the players, especially too, a lot of guys. He came into his own. He's starting to get more yeah. respect finally. You know, and I, I love I love all of them. Um, you know, Marcus and Mason, my two my two boys, uh, my two sons. Yeah, nice um, and Greenwood. Nice and Greenwood. He, he finished the season really well. I, I I love them. I just it was enough like for me, and there was no, it, it, like you know I. I'd quietly been frustrated, but not for the same reasons. And it's, it's weird as an American to talk about the idea that, you know, like, um, you know, you guys hurt me, but like, I, I'm also the person that is what you're catering to, you know, outside of the actual club fans. You're canceling. 
Manchester United in your life? I uh, I mean, my wife uh, <laughs> saw like a cute outfit for one of our girls, and she sent sent me. She's like, "What do you think of this?" And I said, "Don't buy it." Um, and you're. You're, I think you're an Aston Villa fan now. I think or supporter. I think you've switched Our, about these. I, you I know, I bought a shirt during the season. Benedict Arnold. I mean, Benedict Arnold would be like, you know what? I'm I'm out of here. I'm going to Man City or Liverpool. Like that'd be a turncoat. Like that's true. I, that's I really want true. to. You go to City. I want like I want to enjoy watching <laughs> soccer again, and uh, I couldn't do that with Man Man United. So for for this season, yeah, I am. Uh, I am cheering for Villa. We're already following a bunch of them on our podcast account now. Um, and yeah, let's not that. forget to mention Emily Buendia from Argentina. Uh, yes. He came to City from sunny Spain. Dude, I can't Five tell you seven, about... He's football heaven. Oh, please don't take my Emmy away. And him and Grealish paired in as left and right well, winger assuming that they keep they're able to hold on to Grealish I think that like, I really like what they're doing I love Ollie Watkins I love Kansa John McGinn um, McGinn's yeah, a good Scottish team, like, guy and Dean Smith is the guy who built Brentford like he came from Brentford like he's the one that started that whole like the analytics and the you know attacking football and the way that they played coming out of the championship and now into the Premier League this year like that's where Dean Smith came from so um, I have a lot of respect for for what they're doing, and, and they're just fun. And, and you know, for for this season, I'm looking forward to just enjoying football and having you know lofty expectations that um, don't seem unattainable. Like I, I'm just excited to watch to watch football again and and, and enjoy it, um, and not think about all of the politics and and you know the, the ugly side of it on the. Um, I saw, I saw a clip online is from about like, I don't know, 20 years ago. It was an old documentary about English football. And the guys were saying TV is going to change football forever. Not in a good way. And they predicted it. And then you get the TV deals happening and you got all these clubs horning for money. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing got gross. It's not the same football you were watching when you were a child, Jimmy. It's unfortunate. It's certainly, well, like, I mean, I've, I've told the story a million times on the podcast, but like, you know, for me, when I was a kid, like, um, the whole reason I even started Manchester United was like, I didn't choose it. It's not like I saw it on TV, obviously. My coach was from Manchester. And so like, you know, uh, when we were like, you know, out on tournaments or, and stuff like that, or um, we had camps in the summertime and stuff like that, like he would pull us in and we'd watch highlight videos, which um, they used to be like on Fox Sports, you could catch like a year recap type video, but they were like he would get like the special order, you know, season in review specifically for Manchester United, and then we'd watch all the highlights. And you know, it was ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight when they're when they're winning the league. You know, they won the treble in uh, was it ninety eight, ninety nine. Um, and and so yeah, and and it's my coach, and I'm just indoctrinated. Yeah. Um, but that's how I used to. That's how I used to consume it. I didn't even get to watch a, like a live game unless you like randomly caught one on. I think it was like you know. Fox Sports Detroit back then for me. It's um, almost like you went to Manchester United Church growing up. I did. I was now like, I did, the church. A little bit, yeah. A little bit, yeah. I, uh, it's it is a weird feeling because like you know I've never I've, I've changed allegiances in, in all sorts of American sports all the time because 
you know, frankly, it's a business. Who, who the fuck cares? But like for soccer, yeah, they don't more. care about you. They don't care about you in America. The owners just care about money. They care about their wallet. It's their and number for, one goal. And for soccer, it never felt like that. Even when the the, the Glazers bought it, you know, I was kind of like, whatever. As long as you, like they didn't want to be part of the like the face of the business, so you never had to hear from them. Mm-hmm. So I was like, whatever, man. Like I'll just keep enjoying it. But like slowly but surely, they wore me down. And then this was just like. Fuck you guys. Like, you guys don't care. Like, this is, this feels like every American franchise I've ever, like, enjoyed, or, you know, not, or tried to watch is just feels dirty and you don't give a fuck. So I just don't want to mm-hmm. do it anymore. Yeah, like the Knicks, the Knicks, James Dolan just ruined my appetite. I was yeah. all in on the Knicks. I love the Knicks, even though I am wearing a Michael Jordan jersey right now, because he in the 90s yeah. was the reason my Knicks did not get a title. <laughs> That Eastern Conference, and I would cry after the playoff games, and they lose. I would cry, and then yeah, James Dolan just only cares about himself because he's an asshole. Absolutely, I feel worse for people like Babel. I, I like I, I wholeheartedly think that like Stan Kroenke is way worse than he should switch the to Glazers. Uh, he's not going to. I mean, it is he, he's like me. He, he likes being up. grumpy though. He's just yeah. He he likes yeah. Arsenal stinking and slinking in his chair and drinking his whiskey and like, and like shouting about it. Like, yeah, they suck. I'm so upset about like it. But he'll sit there and watch it. Yeah, Classic Arsenal fan, really. It'll be fun to cheer for its team outside the top six, like the big six. I mean, Aston Villa historically is still a big club. Um, just haven't been good in the last couple of years. But I like I their ownership group. Tottenham fan. Just going to be. No, I, I don't blame you. Yeah. I feel gross too, though. I actually, I got, I was a little, I wasn't as charmed by the Premier League this year. And the girls are running amok at home, so I didn't watch a ton of games, honestly. It makes a difference, certainly. That's why I'm uh-huh. excited about SMNT being good because I think international soccer is its own beast. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, it's, we're getting so much international content this summer. I'm so. So excited for Saturday. The Euros are starting. Um, Gold Cup is like started later this year. Um, World Cup qualifiers this this fall. Um, oh, the Euros are where it's at. That's going to be yes. what I'm watching. ESPN Plus. Yes, yes. Look at these groups. Middle, middle of the day. <laughs> Did you forget this is coming on this weekend? No, I didn't forget. I didn't forget, but I just, you know haven't been paying attention. Like I've, I mean, I've known New Year's is coming up and I'm going to watch and I've been watching like the England roster, but now that it's arriving, I'm seeing group F France, Germany, Portugal, and Hungary. It's a silly group. Mm. There's, I mean, yeah. Spain, Sweden, Slovakia, Poland. Yeah. Unfortunately, Zlatan actually got recalled to the Sweden squad and now he's unfit to play like health wise. So, like, we're not going to get to see him. I would have fucking killed for Zlatan at an international tournament one more time. Me too. I, I was I was buying the Zlatan back to Sweden stuff heavily. Yes. I clicked on everything. Uh, I love Zlatan. Very exciting. Zlatan uh, team, got team, a little tiff. Timu Puki, right, for Finland. Finland made the tournament. That's a, that's a fun little, uh, what do they call that, Norwegian... Oh, Scandinavian. 
Scandinavian. Yeah, Denmark, Finland. That's a classic Scandinavian battle. But that's a but Finland, Russia, and Belgium. Yeah. Ooh, you know Belgium's ranked number one in the world, right? But I didn't know that. I, just, I mean, how can they not be? Good, but they didn't win. They didn't win the World Cup. Toby and Jan still hanging in there too. Gosh, they're getting they're getting real creaky back there. They're um, back three. They're, that's a different setup they got. So they got those five defenders. I can't believe no one came calling for Roberto Martinez as uh, you know as a club coach again. You know the job he's done in Belgium. Um, Inter- being a being a national team coach is a very interesting gig. It's a it's a cushy gig, I would say. Yes, no, but I feel like it's a, like you don't see people stay very long either. Like it's you not like stay like you see him stay a World Cup cycle. Yeah, I mean, like uh, Yogi Lo, the old butt picker. Um, <laughs> He's so I I cannot respect that man. <laughs> after those videos but, of him sniffing his. Ass, <laughs> I cannot respect that man. I'm just saying. At any rate, like it, he's an anomaly for how long he's been with Germany, and they've had sustained success. But like, I mean, yeah, uh, you don't see him stay real long. Like, I mean, I think it'd be fun to be an international coach. You're right. Like, it feels a little cushy, but like, also, I think it's super high pressure, which is crazy because like it's it's like saying like you know our country expects to really compete, but I think only like seven or eight countries have ever won a world like a world cup um yeah yeah so it's hard it's really hard to win a it's world really cup. it's really it's hard really, so like really 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 hard you should it's tam- like, tamper your expectations every no coming coming in as the usmnt coach is like and and having someone tell you like we expect you to win the world cup is like somebody going to like <laughs> florida international and being like hey listen we expect you to be Alabama in the national championship game. <laughs> like, there's only like four schools that ever went that win the college uh, football playoff. But like, no, we expect we expect you to be there. You're like, all right, we've never been that far before. But <laughs> yeah, we'll give it a shot. Like, we made final eight one time. That was pretty legit. Pretty legit. Was it 2002? 2002 that we made the quarterfinals. No, it was in my. I thought it was 2014. It was our last one against Belgium. And I've remembered De Bruyne in that game. I'll look it up, but you, you keep talking. Yes, I know. All right, so Italy, group. let's go through the groups A, and then you tell me who you think is coming out of here. Okay. we got Italy, Switzerland, Turkey, Wales. My boys. Uh, I think Gareth Bills probably passes prime. Um, mm. Aaron Ramsey as well for, for Wales. Um I think I'm going to go uh, Italy, Turkey. Who was the other one other than Wales? Switzerland. Switzerland. Uh, yeah, I'll go Wales, Switzerland. Wales, Switzerland. Wow. Go, oh, Italy? Swiss, Italy? Italy is the, is the best team in that group, in my opinion. Oh, you're Turkey. Going, so who's going through? Italy, Turkey. Italy and Turkey. And I think that like it's the best best third place finisher also goes through because of a, a weird number. So like, I think there's like two or three third place. Uh, I don't know. Well, I'll say, but Turkey and Turkey and Italy for sure. Those and are I have the to disagree with you on Gareth Bale. Gareth Bale had a fantastic Premier League ending there. He looked great again. But, uh, listen, I'm, I, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to take anything scored. away from him. 
but it's different. Yeah, it's, it's different playing with uh, Hal, Hal Robson Canoe as your strike partner than it is playing with Harry Kane. Like it's a whole you know, like it's a whole different ball of wax. And I think in the past, like until was it 2000 or 2016, 2016 was the last Euros, and you know Wales finished in the semifinal, which was crazy. But also that was like prime Gareth Bale. Yeah, and, he was like, so and, good. And prime Ramsey and like those guys could like carry you know in a tournament like that. I just don't think that Gareth Bale's got the legs to carry Wales to another tournament. That's just my opinion. And by the way, the best their best finish was can't the carry. quarter the quarterfinals. Carry. The quarterfinals of 2002 of the World Cup where they lost to Germany, and that was the the Japan South Korea World Cup. So I remember massive. watching uh, those guys yeah, they, those games were on at like two and two, three, four, five in the morning because you know it's all over in Asia. And I like, but my dad like like he, he always worked late and stuff, so like he'd come home and wake me up at like midnight. He's like, "Hey, the games are gonna be on in like an hour," and I'd wake up and watch because it was summertime. I didn't have to do yeah. anything. That's nice. Um, then sleep in, watch the soccer yeah. game. I was like 16 back then. So yeah, yeah, 16 during the yeah. two World Cup. You could last on like no sleep at all at 16. Oh yeah. Well, they, well, you wait. You you like the next morning. You got, like waited until breakfast, and then your mom made you breakfast, and then you went and slept for like eight hours in the basement. Yeah. You know, because it was cold down <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. You just could. Oh. You're so carefree. Do you remember complaining no about like being 16? You're like, man, this sucks. This is you're like no freedom. Like, man, I. I would kill to be 16 with no responsibilities for like a week <laughs> just to go <laughs> sleep. But yeah. All right. So group B. Okay. Next Belgium, group. Denmark, Finland, Russia. Um, I'm going to take Belgium and Denmark as a two. And then Russia, Finland, Russia. Like, I don't really know a lot about, I know they had like a good generation a couple years ago, but yeah. Um, and I like the Timo world Kuki, cup generation. Fin- Finland solid. doesn't run there. Yeah. So no, I'll, I'll take, I'll take Denmark. Denmark and Belgium. Shout out to uh, Christian Eriksen. Yeah, cash for Schmeichel. Yeah. And Schmeichel. Yeah. My wife. Shout out to my wife. She loves Casper Schmeichel. Of course she does. All right. And then we got, Austria, Netherlands, North Macedonia, Ukraine. Uh, super excited about this for uh, my Dutch brothers because um, they are like this is not the best team. Like they are kind of a lesser team. Uh, they are now, especially with especially Van Dyke out. But you know, being in a group with North Macedonia and um, Ukraine. Well, Ukraine, I think is actually pretty decent. You know, I, I would pick I would pick All Netherlands. Right. I'd pick Netherlands and Ukraine to come out of that group. Um, really? Honestly. Yeah. Huh. I just assumed Austria had a solid squad. I mean, really, Lewandowski doesn't appear on a big stage that often. And, you know, David uh, Alaba is a good player. No, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I apologize. Lewandowski is Poland. Um, but Austria is uh, David Alaba. And they have some other solid players, but, like, nothing spectacular. So I would, you know, I, I'm going to go with um, – Netherlands and Ukraine out of that group. All right, then we got Croatia, Czech Republic, England, Scotland. That's um, a fun one. Croatia, England, Scotland. Hey, Croatia was in the last World Cup final, um, but you know uh, England's roster stacked. 
Oh, it's very it's very exciting, and maybe it's, that's Premier League bias yeah, a little we're, bit. Yeah, it is Premier League bias for sure because we all know uh, the players, and we're like, wow, yeah, good, wow. Uh, no, I I think they'll be good. You know, I'd pick England to go through the group, and um, you know, I think Croatia. It'd be unfair to say they won't go through. I, I think that um, Czech Republic isn't quite there. Um, personally, like I have a soft spot for Scotland, but yeah, you know, first, McGinn. It's the yeah, it's their first tournament though. You know, who else is on that Scottish squad? You know, um, Tom Kearney, I think, is on the Scottish squad. I have to look at it. Again. I was looking at it the other day, but um, they have like I saw Andy Robertson from um Liverpool is the captain. Uh-huh. Um, you know, they have they have some solid people. It's the first international tournament in 20 some years oh, yeah, um, right. but I'll, I'll go i'll go england and croatia um but i think scotland could get be one of those best third place choice. finishers that's the bookie's choice yeah uh <laughs> poland slovakia spain sweden uh i'll go spain and poland and this is where Lewandowski does appear but like you know he's been quiet in international tournaments you know i think he's, that his team stinks Yes, it does. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, I mean, they have some, they have they have some solid solid supporting casting. You know, you've seen Sweden at least make the final sixteen um, when Zlatan was carrying them. I think that Lewandowski has the ability to do Lewandowski. Some of that. Yeah, he is so good, so good. So I'll take you know um, I'll take Poland there and um, Spain. You know, I think that. They did some of the hard stuff this year, like cutting out some of the last guys. Um, the only thing that would stop Spain right now is they seem to have a COVID problem. Um, like Busquets and somebody else already tested positive. Still so. hanging around, stupid-ass yeah. COVID. Stupid-ass COVID. I mean, but, it's going to wow, take somebody let's out. Talk about, let's, let's just a little sidetrack about the pandemic because we haven't talked in a long time about it. And we're on the other side of this shit. It's it's we're, it's fantastic. We're getting there. We're still only at like forty percent of American adults are fully vaccinated, so they've had both shots or the Johnson Johnson. Yes, it's going tomorrow. <coughs> Moderna. So we need to get. I think what is it? Is it sixty or seventy percent for herd immunity, or um, at least or at least? I don't think I don't think even immunity. the professionals know what the number is they just have a guess of what the number is it, we're not we're not anywhere where it's a comfortable guess how about that um, as an insider at pfizer can you tell us anything about booster shots are they gonna I be have, I, have, I have nothing to say about what we're currently doing other than you know um starting i think last month um we started doing international shipments so we are sending stuff to places like japan um, we're I know they're trying to push to hold the Olympics, even though um, the citizens don't want it. Um, really? And, the citizens and then, in Japan do not want the vaccine? I think they did is a poll. because the virus it, is eradicated there and has been since the beginning? It, it's not eradicated there. They're, uh, they're one of the worst Asian countries for death right now. Um, so what level I think are they at? Um, what did they lose? They lost like, I think they've lost like 15,000 people now. Something yeah. like that. Um, so they're not the worst by any means, but like they're still struggling with it. And I think Tokyo and lots of the country is still in a state of emergency. 
Um, and I want to say the poll I saw was like 70 or 80% of Japanese citizens don't want the Olympics to happen. Um, they so had 766,000 cases total in Japan. Okay. So that we were averaging that in like a couple of days at our. We also future. we also have a lot more people than True. Japan. True. Small little island nation. It's an island nation. It is. Well, it's, uh, shout out to my friends in Japan. Indeed. Vaccination is coming your way. Yep, they are coming your way, and we're sending them to Latin America too, which has been a tough spot, but. Uh, yeah, I, I, I look for, like I'm looking forward to doing, you know, even in Michigan where everything's been really tight, you know, restriction wise, everything seems to be loosening up at this point. Um, I'm, I'd say I'm, 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 I'm vaccinated. I'm masked off. I don't even fuck with it. I don't bring it. I just go into I, stores. I, I still, I still wear, I still wear it if I'm going to be in some place for a while. Like if I'm just running into the gas station real quick, I mean, there's been times I'll flush it off, but like if I'm going grocery shopping, I'll still wear it. And, I'm never anywhere where I'm prolonged inside with other people. I just work from home like a little hermit. And I rarely see people. I honestly, I, like, I see a couple friends here and there, but I'm a, I'm a hermit. I did go, I did go to a baseball game last weekend in Chicago. Um, and I went to a golf last weekend, and it was fantastic. And it felt yeah. for the first time like COVID had lost its grip on that, that kind of social gathering. Yes, I agree. That's it was it was, it was kind of surreal feeling. I mean, they they weren't even at full capacity yet, but like you know, it was still really busy there. It was beautiful. So yeah, and, and, and I no love one, the fans. The fans back at the games, the real fans are just unbeatable. It is. I, we were I don't yeah. fake fan noise, and now the stadiums are at, you know whatever capacity they're at, and you can hear them, and it's great. And it doesn't have to be fake. So we definitely got a long ways to go for the rest of the world to catch up, and we have a long ways to go ourselves. I think that you know some that's gonna be disseminating. Or, uh, I'm sorry. Um, Well, just making sure that the the right information is being you know sent down to everybody else, that everyone is understanding what actually is and isn't happening. That whole thing that <clears throat> was trending earlier this week about like the hashtag Magneto, where some anti-vaxxer was saying that there's proof that like people's keys you know are sticking spreading to their that? forehead. What's spreading that is TikTok. TikTok is spreading mass anti-vaccination. Videos like you know what we should they come up on your feet all the time and I don't we, anything that I say that I like that and I get it all the time like I saw probably seven eight nine times people sticking a magnet on their arm saying I just got the vaccine magnet on the arm and it get millions and millions of likes and then yeah I don't know if it's a misinformation yeah. campaign by some other country <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's kind of crazy. We we should have let it down. Believing, you know what? Believing, I saw it enough where I was like, we we should have let Donald Trump shut him down. TikTok, I mean. <laughs> yeah, he, oh, that's right. He almost did. Yeah. Uh, All right. Oh, you get what a wild word France, okay. Germany, Hungary, Portugal. Great group. This is the best group in the whole tourney. France and Germany. So I didn't. Portugal, I didn't is that really, good? I I think. <gasps> I think Portugal is good, but like, hear me out. So like, you know, they won it in 2000. Fantastic. That's a tough group. Yeah. They won it in 2016, but this is like, I, I remember watching the games, but honestly, I couldn't tell you, like, I didn't know this until like someone uh, said it the other day, but 
Portugal only won one match in inside of 90 minutes during that entire Euro. Dang. And they won the entire thing. Wow. That's they only insanity. won one match in the in the 90 minutes. And I was just like, what is that? Really? Like yeah, so like I mean, I mean, they're a little bit of frauds. I mean, I, I love Bruno, and you know, uh, Ronaldo can still score, but um, and they got a bunch of wolves. It's basically the whole wolves roster. It's like Wolverhampton <laughs> Wanderers are playing soccer yes. together with Ronaldo yeah. and Bruno. Yes, absolutely. Oh uh, yeah, I, I would. I'll take Germany and France out of that group. But it will be a fun group to watch. Yeah, absolutely, I think I, I think you're totally. Germany, right. you'd think, is a powerhouse still, but they've had a yeah. they've had a tough run lately. They've lost a bunch of games. They have, which is old, why you know old scratcher. Yeah, old butt scratcher is gonna be a. It's a swan song, you know, stepping down after this, so that's why. I, I didn't say butt scratcher. You know where he was digging. <laughs> he was in there, baby. It's the grossest video. If you if you've never seen it, just. YouTube Germany coach sniffs and the, the first video that pops up. Gross. It is. It my is man should have been fired. Disturbing. Up it's disturbing. It truly is. It, we all it's baffling. It. It's baffling. There's no. There's no way. There's no way to explain that away, right? There's no way to explain that away, right? Like where someone's like, "Hey, you know what happened here?" And they're like, "Oh, is this the camera angle?" Blah blah blah. Like, no. Just up in there. Anus. Right next hand, to somebody on the bench too. Yeah, hand out. <laughs> what is that? And then going back for the second sniff. Going back for the second sniff after sniffing the first time. I don't think he went second sniff. I, went, I think he went second claw. He's like, I need a little more. I need a little more dipstick. Dipstick. Got to wet that dipstick back up. Oh yeah, that's exactly what I thought it was. I need a little more fiber in my diet. Uh. Uh, he should never be employed again. He really shouldn't. I, like the best part about that is like I was thinking the other day, like you know, after games, like you know, before COVID, like handshakes, right? Like, could you imagine if you watched after the game, you saw like just digging away, and then you're like, I shook that motherfucker's hand right I at the end of the game. There are handshakes. I wonder if there's any videos out there and you could find them. Someone find it. Just like just knowing that, like, you know, shook old shit hands. It's okay. You just wash it off. I'd just be like, ew. But it wouldn't affect my life at all. Forever unclean. Mm. All right. We're at rant time, actually. That went quick. Yes, that was fun. We should, like, I mean, I know life's crazy, but uh, we should do these more often. I think we say that every time. Because all I ever, I never leave my little island home except for this golf trip. Just stay here. You should do it. You should do it. Absolutely. And I want to rant first because I have a Go rant. Ahead. I'm going to hit you in the face. Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Leading goals, leading assist leader of the year. To just looks the, like the, the only player on the team that looked the part to actually be. He's just world class. So I don't know what's going to happen with him. I really don't. I always love him. I understand it either way, and I think he's going. I think Harry Kane is no longer going to be a Tottenham Hotspur, and that's sad. Very sad. That's what I got. 
I think he's going to stay long enough that it's going to be more of an issue because Levy's not going to let him go. You think so? He's just going to put his little claws into him. Yep. And and then he's going to kill all the rest of the any sort of will, goodwill he had from any of the fan base that was like, you know, at least he's got like a, he's got business acumen, blah blah blah. Yeah, should well, I ditch them? Is yeah, still goes back to that. It really is. I mean, like, um, and to be fair, like, yeah, they probably did good money things, but like, the only reason you guys aren't completely like, you know, quote unquote banter club at this point is because you know. Um, everything that Pope did to change your guys' fortunes, like where, you know, finishing a Champions League spot every season isn't crazy. And you guys did that for a long time. And mm-hmm. um, Yeah. Champions I League, I got spoiled in my earlier run of uh, supportership. Champions League football was... Gotta love it. You guys made it this year. I, I mean, well, not you guys anymore. No, it's gonna United be United made it this it's year. It's gonna be a weird transition. I think it's gonna be. I think that you'll catch on. I think that Tyndall's gonna have a harder time with me because you know he's known me longer as a United fan. Um, it's gonna be hard. This for podcast me. officially changing its name to Rooster and the Villain. I think so. And okay, all right, we gotta um, do it. It's a good run. Yeah. R.I.P. Rooster and the Devil. This yeah. phoenix rises out of it. See you next year. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, that's my... I mean, that is kind of where I'm going with my rant. You know, I, I, I touched on it. Um, I don't think it's... I don't think that, you know, where I'm at is is that crazy anymore. And... The problem is, is, you know, you saw the fans, you know, you talked about the fans uprose and they, they, they killed the ESL and, and they were able to do that because they love their clubs and also like they're patrons of their clubs, like they're members and they go to games and stuff like that. I don't have that luxury. You know, I'm, I'm not wealthy enough to go over there even once a year. I've never been there, um, but I still supported from far from a long time, whether it was, you know, ordering those DVDs and stuff like that. And I think that I'm still well within my right to be hurt the same way, even though it didn't affect me the same way. Um, and like, honestly, I thought I'd be like over it. You know, I, I definitely am prone to like, you know, overreaching uh, responses to things that upset me in sports. And, and I'll admit that I'm emotional, but this one, it hasn't gone away. Like I'm not, I'm not over. I'm still not interested in watching, you know, I'm, um, and so, yeah, I, you know, I did, I did a, like a lot of, cause I was like, well, if I'm going to do this, like I still want to follow a club. I, I don't want to just become like, you know, a fan. I don't want to be Rob Lowe sitting there with a EPL hat on. Right. Like, you know, I, I want to be a fan. And so like, I was like, well, what clubs like do I like watching? <laughs> yeah. The NFL hat. Yes. Classic. Yes. Um, <laughs> but like, so I did the research and, and, you know, I like, you know, obviously I like the history of Estonville. I love what they're building. Um, you know, the, obviously it's a good time to jump on that sort of spaceship, if you will. And, um, you know, I, I also, I'm fully aware before anyone comes and tells me that, you know, they have an American owner and, um, and I get that, you know, so I'm like, am I setting myself up for the same thing? 
And, you know, I, I looked at the guy and, you know, some of the thing about the Glazers is they are just slime balls anyway. Um, the, I can't remember. I think it's Wes Eden is the, is the owner. He also is one of the owners of the Milwaukee Bucks. And I like what they do as an organization. I like how they care themselves. I like, um, how, you know, they tend to be more than, you know, even in, inside of American business, they tend to try to be more than just a franchise. You know, they try to do the social outreach stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, and I think that's important. You know, I would, I would like, um, those size cities love their clubs when, yes. Yeah. And that's, and that's what I was like, and that's you know, what EPL is nice with too. Yeah. So that's they, what soccer is, doesn't have in this country. It doesn't have this niche clubs being awesome. There's none of it. Yeah, they want parity for money, and you lose some of that. I hope it dies. It might. That's what the uprising made. It made me wonder. It's like, will another model in American soccer take hold? Because of how you don't you don't think small communities can rise up and and start like a people first model of soccer? I don't think that we're. I don't think that we're there yet as far as right now. I think that fanship has increased, you know, exponentially the taste for it. You see all the money ESPN is spending on getting um, broadcast rights deals um, to all of these leagues across the, across the world. ESPN I, you know, plus thumbs up. Yes, absolutely. Um, and and still championship games, which is pretty fun. And that's all, it's all well and good. You know, their appetite is bigger now than it's ever been, but it's nowhere near the level of, rapidity that you know happens in england so i don't see that happening i think that as americans in general we're okay with just being like all right money man you tell me what you got and we'll watch it and take my money new jersey this year all right thumbs up Um, las vegas yeah yeah so they all want to move so yeah man it's uh you know let it be officially said that at this point forward, I am an Aston Villa supporter, and so we are now Rooster and the Villain. Damn! Jimmy switching teams in the stream. Fuck the Glazers, dictator regime. Trying to pull a fast 